0: KC, you're there?
1: Mm, yep, I'm here. You're here? Yep. Yay! <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so today we have more of the Bible. Woo-hoo. We get a lot of story that goes on today in the Bible. We do. Yeah. Um, so, you ready, honey?
1: Oh, yes, I am ready to see what you she, have in store for she us just, today. She
0: has no idea
1: what I have in I, store. I never do.
0: I think you guys will recognize um, where I drew inspiration for today's uh, part of the Bible. Okay. Yeah, you'll, you'll understand. Okay. So we're starting off with Joe being all grown up, right? Uh, e. Honda chose multiple wives for 14-year-old Joe. Joe then decides to restore God's cocksucking throne. He diverts money from much-needed social programs to build this temple. Or restore it, however you want to put it. Uh, They don't build it because Joe has promised that Israel would actually pay for it, but they said, no, we won't. (laughs) Israel was too busy getting bitch slapped by God by, you know, using the Syrians and shit. Uh, And then Jehu dies because fuck him, he's an anal king. Oh, boy. But then comes along uh, Jehu's son Jehoaz. Jay has becomes king, and it's primarily just because he has the nuts to be king. Like, literally, like, his lineage, his genetic information's in his balls. Jay Ho-has, uh, commits some, uh, fucked up things in the eyes of God, like convincing foreign, uh, oh, like convincing foreign governments to investigate his rivals. <laughs> <laughs> Judah, and going back to Judah now, Joe has realized that Israel isn't going to pay for the temple to be built. Joe forcibly collects money from the people to complete this temple. Ehonda dies after the temple is rebuilt, though, which apparently Honda is the only driving force behind this whole let's praise god thing so uh, joe starts fucking up Uh, after e honda uh loses his fight with death joe starts sucking that pagan god dong e honda jr though warns joe that um of, of the acid that exists in pagan cream uh joe then kills him for some reason because he doesn't want good baking tips i guess i don't know it, back in Israel, the Syrians are using them as doormats, being the Syrians are using the Israelites for dumb door, uh, as doormats. Jehoaz repents. Uh, Judah, though, is also getting bitch slapped by God with the Syrians. Uh, but as a big fuck you to God, Joe sold, uh, sells God's shit to the Syrians. God is not happy about this. But back in Israel, Jehoaz dies and becomes an anal king, of course. Jehoashes Hoashes. Like the you know, when they like burn the hose at the stake. Um <laughs> Jehoashes uh su- uh succeeds Jehoaz. Sorry, all these names are fucking miserable. <laughs> he also fucks up for God uh Elisha was sick by Jehoaz's dipshittery. Apparently it gave him cancer. Elisha then tells Ashes to throw a temper tantrum to defeat the Syrians. Jehoashes only uh only throws three fits though, instead of the much needed ten, which Elisha, dipshit he was, didn't tell him that he needed to do. Elisha dies from the cancer that all this temper tantrum shit gave him. <laughs> Judah uh, back in Judah Job was killed for killing another person so i mean the the killing just keeps on going he's not an anal king though he's just a fucking footnote <laughs> the end
1: that was actually not too bad
0: it was not too bad it was
1: not too bad
0: it's amazing yeah. how these kings start sounding more and more like donald trump <laughs>
1: and more and more like each other yep Mm -hmm.
0: it's almost like they just copy and pasted shit
1: almost
0: (laughs) what's up heathens how How y'all doing doing? so apparently i was spot on yet again today
1: no 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 no. not spot on you just didn't do too bad what, what? What? There's a difference. So, uh, what? What difference? Between spot on and didn't do too bad? Yeah. A big difference.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. You ready, you ready to teach me some shit then? Well, yeah. Okay.
1: We'll just clear up the record a little bit. Just a little bit? Just a little bit.
0: Okay.
1: So, last time, you know, we got Je- Jehoiada brought us um, Joash Forward, the child king. Um, but early on in Joash's reign, um, we had the locusts all came and we had the prophecy of Joel last week and, um, Joel says that they need to restore Judah. Well, so years later, we're not sure how many years, but Jehoiada chose two wives for Joash and he had sons and daughters. Um, sometime later... Um Joash decided to restore the temple of the Lord. Joash said to the priests, "Collect all the money that is brought as sacred offerings to the temple of the Lord. The money collected in the census The money received from personal vows, vows, and (laughs) personal vows.
0: Personal vows. I didn't realize they had personal vows back then.
1: Personal vows. And the money brought voluntarily to the temple. Let every priest receive the money from one of the treasurers and let it be used to repair whatever damage is found in the temple. He called together the priests and Levites and said to them, go to the towns of Judah and collect the money due annually from all of Israel to repair the temple of your God and do it now. But the Levites did not all act at once.
0: Well, I mean, obviously he's got to force people to pay for the pointless temple to be built. That's how all leaders do it, right?
1: Well, it's not really pointless. This is where they do their sacrifices.
0: Well, I mean, I... I'm just saying like, I, I don't know. I feel like temples are pointless. <laughs> I get that. It's where they do their sacrifices and it's pretty integral to praising God and everything like that. But
1: well, to getting forgiveness and everything else, like it's, it's for repenting. It's pretty, it's pretty critical to the Jewish faith at this time. Right. Um, so now that's in Judah in Israel. Um, we're going to, There are going to be some foreign armies that are attacking, and they're not only attacking in Israel, they're also attacking in Judah. But um, in 2 Kings chapter 10, this is how it rolls. You ready? Mm -hmm. In those days, the Lord began to reduce the size of Israel. It's an interesting way of saying killing off the Israelites, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, he could have been a bit more blatant about it, just (laughs) being like, God decided to kill some of these fucks.
1: Yeah. So, it says, uh, Hazael overpowered the Israelites throughout their territory east of the Jordan in all of the land of Gilead, the region of Gad, Reuben, and Manasseh from Aurora uh, Aroror, <laughs> <laughs> I hate this word, A-R-O-E-R, all right, uh, by the Arnon Gorge through Gilead to Bashan. As for the other events of Jehu's reign, all he did and all his achievements, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel?
0: (laughs) Of course they are. Everything's written in that motherfucking book, and Mm. then it was promptly destroyed after it being written down.
1: Or never written. Nobody can find it. Or never written. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, Jehu rested with his fathers and was buried in Samaria. The time that Jehu reigned over Israel in Samaria was 28 years. So now Israel lacks a king, right? So, Jehovah's, huh, Jehovah's hat, Jehovah has. Jeho has. Jehovah has. Jehovah has. His son succeeded him as king in the twenty-third year of Joash, son of Ahaziah, king of Judah. Jehovah has, son of Jehu, became king of Israel in Samaria. And he reigned for 17 years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord by following the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nabat, which he had caused Israel to commit. He did not turn away from them. You know, what's interesting is this, this, uh, Jeroboam, son of Nabat has caused a lot of Kings to do wrong. I wonder why they keep blaming him.
0: I, you know, I don't know why they keep, I'm I'm guessing he's just the earliest version of each of these kings. And it's like, you know, this was the first king that started it, and then it continued all of these generations
1: later. But they say this every time, you know? Yeah, they do. Um, Okay, so meanwhile in Judah, um, by the 23rd year of King Joash, the priests still had not repaired the temple. Therefore, the king summoned Jehoiada, the chief priest, and said to him, Why haven't you required the Levites to bring in from Judah and Jerusalem the tax imposed by Moses, the servant of the Lord, and by the assembly of Israel for the tent of the testimony? Now the sons of that wicked woman, uh, 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 Athaliah, Mm -hmm. um, had broken into the temple of God and had used its sacred object for the Baals. Therefore, King Joash summoned Jehoiada, the priest, and other priests and asked, uh, asked them, why aren't you repairing the damage done to the temple? Take no more money from your treasurers, but hand it over for repairing the temple. The priests agreed that they would not collect any more money from the people and that they would not repair the temple themselves. So it's interesting because they've been taking money from the people all of this time and not repairing the temple. They've been taking the money to repair the temple, but not repairing the temple. So I wonder what they're doing with all this money.
0: Well, my guess is is that it's just general greed.
1: Misuse of funds. (laughs)
0: Misuse of funds. This this definitely seems like a campaign violation.
1: (laughs) Um, So Jehoiada the priest took a chest and bored a hole in its lid. He placed it beside the altar on the right side as one enters the temple of the Lord. The priests who guarded the entrance put into the chest all the money that was brought to the temple of the Lord. A proclamation was then issued that Judah and Jerusalem, that they should bring to the Lord the tax that Moses, the servant of God, had required of Israel in the desert. All the officials and all the people brought their contributions gladly, dropping them into the chest until it was full. Whenever the chest was brought by the Levites to the king's officials and they saw there was a large amount of money... The royal secretary and the officer of the chief priest would come and empty the chest and carry it back to its place. They did this regularly and collected a great amount of money. The king and Jehoiada gave it to the men who carried out the work required for the temple of the Lord. They hired masons and carpenters to restore the Lord's temple and also workers in iron and bronze to repair the temple. The money brought into the temple was not spent for making silver basins, wick trimmers, sprinkling bowls, trumpets, or any other articles of gold or silver for the temple, it was paid to the workmen who used it to repair the temple. They did not require an accounting from those who, to whom they gave the money to pay the workers because they acted with complete honesty. The money from the guilt offerings and sin offerings was not brought into the temple of the Lord as it belonged to the priests." The men in charge of the work were diligent and the repairs progressed under them. They rebuilt the temple of God according to its original design and reinforced it. When they had finished, they brought the rest of the money to King the king and Jehoiada. And with it were made articles for the Lord's temple, articles for the service and for the burnt offerings, and also dishes and other objects of gold and silver. As long as Jehoiada lived, burnt offerings were presented continually in the temple of the Lord.
0: Yeah, because who doesn't love you know shit being burned in their honor?
1: Well, I mean, I wouldn't particularly care for that. But, you know, Blood God likes it.
0: Oh, definitely Blood God likes it. Mm-hmm.
1: So now at this point, Jehoiada was old and full of years, and he died at the age of 130.
0: Hold on. I, I so thought that you were going to say he, he old was and old. and full of shit. Old and full of shit. <laughs> he was old and full of shit. It's like, God damn it, we know.
1: <laughs> I mean, are you not going to comment on the fact that he was 130?
0: Well, oh, I mean, that's actually, that's pretty low for a lot of the ages in the Bible.
1: But not at this time. Because oh, yeah. you remember how they used to be much, much older, but as time went on, people got younger and younger and younger. Yeah. Well, they died younger and younger and younger.
0: Yeah, I guess it is kind of odd for him to live to be this old because, and this was E. e- Honda? Jehoiada. Jehoiada, yeah. So, I, I mean, it. I don't know, in some kind of way it makes sense because he was trying to Uh, appease god or whatnot like he was trying to do right by god he was and he saved
1: the king he saved the king he saved joash
0: right so i mean it kind of makes sense that they would make him live a little uh, a good bit longer than most of these other
1: kings and stuff so uh anyway he died um and he was buried with the kings in the city of david Mm -hmm. which is very unusual because he wasn't a king um, but he, it was so because of the good he had done in Israel for God and His Temple.
0: Uh, I mean, is he really not a king? Because it kind of seems like he was more of a king than Joe was.
1: Well, I mean, so because because Joash was a child king, he was he played a significant role,s uh, like his regent. So I mean, kind of, but no.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. I, I, I just think that he probably played such a significant role that they, you know. He did. Yeah. yeah that they considered him king-like, I and, guess.
1: Well, yeah. And the people of Judah adored him. So it was right. not, you know, this was not a problem at all for them. Um, so after the death of Jehoiada, the officials of Judah came and paid homage to the king and he listened to them. They abandoned the temple of the Lord the God of their fathers, and worshipped Asherah poles and idols. Because of their guilt, God's anger came upon Judah and Jerusalem. Although the Lord sent prophets to the people to bring them back to him, and though they testified against them, they would not listen. Then because
0: the, they were fucking deaf.
1: Yeah, so... <laughs> then the Spirit of God came upon Zechariah, son of Jehoiada, the priest. He stood before the people and said, This is what God says... Why do you disobey the Lord's commands? You will not prosper because you have forsaken the Lord. He has forsaken you. But they plotted against him, and by the order of the king, they stoned him to death in the courtyard of the Lord's temple. Now, this is Jehoiada's son, right? Right. King Joash did not remember the kindness Zechariah's father Jehoiada had shown him, but killed his son, who said as he lay dying, may the Lord see this and call you to account. So... Um, meanwhile in Israel,
0: (laughs) meanwhile in Israel,
1: uh, the Lord's anger burned against Israel. And for a long time, he kept them under power of Hazael, king of Aram and Ben-Hadad's son. Now these are the Syrians. Um, right. Okay. So, uh, has sought the Lord's favor and the Lord listened to him for he saw how severely the king of Aram was oppressing Israel. Nothing had been left of the army of Jehoahaz, uh, except 50 horsemen, 10 chariots, and 10,000 foot soldiers. For the king of Aram had destroyed the rest and made them like the dust at threshing time. So, Israel lost a lot.
0: Yeah, it sounds like they got pretty devastated by God. I mean, the Syrians. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it was it was pretty much God's doing, because God wanted to thin them out.
1: Well, that's, I mean, that's, and this is, that's what the Bible says. Um, so back in Judah, at the turn of the year, the army of Aram marched against Joash. It invaded Judah and Jerusalem and killed all the leaders and people. They sent all the plunder to their king in Damascus. Although the Aramean army, that's Syrians, Arameans and Syrians, okay. um They had come with only a few men. The Lord delivered into their hands a much larger army because Judah had forsaken the Lord, the God of their fathers. Judgment was executed on Joash. Now, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but here's the deal. About this time, Hazael, king of Aram, went up and attacked Gath and captured it. Then he turned his attack to Jerusalem. But Joash, king of Judah, took all the sacred objects dedicated by his fathers, Jehoshaphat, Jehoram, and Ahaziah, the kings of Judah, and the gifts he himself had dedicated. And all the gold found in the treasuries of the temple of the Lord and of the royal palace. And he sent them to Hazael, King of Aram, who then withdrew from Jerusalem. So basically he paid the Syrians off. He was like, I will give you all of this shit. If you will go away and leave us alone. And they did.
0: I mean, that's, that's the point where I talk about Joe selling all of God's shit. I mean, that's pretty much what he did.
1: Yes, that is what he did. (laughs) Um, back in Israel, um, Jehoahaz dies. Um,
0: Jehoahaz nothing.
1: He dies. <laughs> um, we don't, we don't know how or why. But as for the other events of the reign of Jehoahaz, uh, all he did and all his achievements are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel? We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Jehoahaz rested with his fathers and was buried in Samaria. So again, we're without a king in Israel. But that's okay because his son steps in, Jehoash. So of now we have course. Joash, king of Judah, and Jehoash, king of Israel, because they're really, really creative here. Right. So Jehoash, his son. Um, you know what's interesting though in uh, in Hebrew, um, a variant of Jehoash is Joash. Oh, really? Yeah, and this is not the first time that this has happened with these kings, Jerom and Jer- Jeroboam. And, you know, we've had Joram and Jehoram mm-hmm. at the same time. And these names, when we've had them and they're that similar, they're variants of the other. right? But supposedly different people.
0: Right. I feel like this is some kind of play on words, though, that is supposed to mirror the, you know, the split kingdom. Yeah. Kind of deal. Like you have one kingdom that's doing it right and then another kingdom that's doing it wrong. And now both kingdoms are fucking up.
1: Oh, yeah. They're fucking up all over the place. So Jehoash, um, Jehoahaz's son, succeeded him as king. In the 37th year of Joash, king of Judah, Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz, became king of Israel in Samaria, and he reigned for 16 years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord and did not turn away from any of the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, which he had caused Israel to commit. He continued in them. Okay. So Israel is still fucking up. King by king by king by king, they all do the same bad shit, right?
0: Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, we had the whole prophecy of Joel that said, hey, look, you're going you're gonna to have a bad time if you don't repent and go back to God now. Yeah. So, like, do it. And nobody they're, listened.
1: They're not doing it. Well, yeah. Um. so Jehoiada, he tried to do the right things in Judah, but he wasn't king. So, there's that. And they were doing fine in Judah until Jehoiada died. Uh-huh. They were doing okay. I mean, the Levites weren't doing what they were supposed to do, you know, the misappropriation of funds and all that other shit, but... um. They weren't, um, you know, worshiping pagan stuff. Yeah. So, Elisha is in Israel, right? And Mm -hmm. Elisha is suffering from illness and currently suffering from the illness uh, from which he will die here shortly.
0: Right. Uh, Just to clarify, that was the cancer that was given to him by all the dipshittery going on, right?
1: Um, I mean, that's, that's your version of it. Yep. So Jehoash, king of Israel, went down to see him and wept over him. My father, my father, he cried, the chariots and horsemen of Israel. Elisha said, get a bow and some arrows. And he did so. Take the bow in your hands, he said to the king of Israel. When he had taken it, Elisha put his hands on the king's hands. Open the east window, he said, and he opened it. Shoot, Elisha said, and he shot. The Lord's arrow of victory, the arrow of victory over Aram... Elisha declared, you will completely destroy the Arameans at Aphek. He then said, take the arrows and the king took them. Elisha said, uh, said to him, strike the ground. And he struck it three times and stopped. The man of God was angry with him. And he said, you should have struck the ground five or six times. Then you would have defeated Aram and completely destroyed it. But now you will only defeat it three times. This is... This is so, like, you weren't very specific. You just told him to strike the ground, and he fucking did that. And then you're like, oh, well, you didn't do it right. Maybe you should give him better instructions.
0: I know. I, I mean, how is he supposed to know he's supposed to strike it so many times when you don't tell him? I mean, generally, three is the magical number, right? Right. So not I, in this case. Yeah, I, no, not in this case. So, I mean, it kind of feels like he's setting them up to fail. It's like, just strike the ground. And he strikes it three times. Oh, why didn't you do it six times, motherfucker?
1: <laughs> yeah, so now he's, they're not going to completely destroy Aram uh, or Styria. Um, they will only defeat them three times. And then Elisha died and was buried. Meanwhile, in Judah, um, now you you know that he killed, the last time we talked about him in Judah, he had killed, uh, Joash had killed Jehoiada's son, right? For coming and telling him, hey, you're fucking up, right? Right. So in Judah, Joash's officials conspired against him and assassinated him at Beth Milo on the road down to Selah. When the Arameans withdrew, they left Joash severely wounded. His officials conspired against him for murdering the son of Jehoiada, the priest, and they killed him in his bed. So he died and was buried in the city of David, but not in the tomb of the kings. Those who conspired against him were Zabad, son of Shemaith, an Ammonite woman, and Jehozabad, son of Shimrith, a Moabite woman. Um, and the account of his sons and the many prophecies about him, and the record of the restoration of the temple of God are written in the annotations on the Book of the Kings.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he's just a fucking footnote. That's how important he is.
1: Pretty much. But he was like he he was kind of a big deal. But yeah, he was he pretty much became a footnote because he fucked up mm-hmm. pretty badly. Um. So that's it for today's. Uh, podcast, but next time we're going to have the second, the er era, the era of Jeroboam the second in Israel. Okay. Oh, we're going to have a new King of Judah, right? Because Joash is dead now. Um, and we're going to have Amaziah. All right. All right. And that's going to be in Judah. Um, we're going to have something interesting that happens in Elisha's tomb, Alright.
0: Oh really? Could it be an allusion to a certain
1: JC? It could be something interesting, yes. Um, related to related to that. Um The Israelites are gonna have some success against the Syrians. Mm-hmm. Um let's see, there's gonna be some mercenary stuff. Edomites are gonna be destroyed. Um yeah, but fuck the Edomites. Yeah. Um but Amaziah is going to uh, set up idols, and it's going to be a problem. But, it always is. Uh, Judah and Israel are going to get into it, and we'll see what happens with that. Um, Jehoash is going to die. Oh. And pretty soon, we are going to have Jeroboam II.
0: Right.
1: Who will begin soul rule oh okay over the two over
0: oh so they're putting it back together yeah nice can't wait for that
1: so that's what's gonna happen next time
0: i mean i'm totally stoked for next time if we're putting back the kingdoms that's great because i'm tired of referencing both of the fucking places (laughs) fuck that
1: (laughs) and then um the time after that just a sneak peek we're gonna have jonah
0: Jonah? Mm-hmm.
1: Jonah and the whale.
0: Jonah and the whale? Mm-hmm. You know, that has a lot of allusions to Christ as well.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we're going to go into Hosea. The book of Hosea.
0: Awesome. So. So we're almost done with this two Chronicles, two Kings shit?
1: Yes. We're almost done. Oh, thank God. Yeah. I cannot...
0: Cannot begin to tell you guys how grateful I am that we're almost done with this shit.
1: Yeah, this is a lot. This is a, this is a significant portion of the Old Testament here. This Second Kings and Second Chronicles, mm-hmm. and how and it's interesting how they're intertwined. Um, I have never read it like this before. How we're doing it in you know um, chronological order, right. so they're intertwined, but it does make the story make a little more sense.
0: It does. I'd prefer the story to try to make as much sense as it possibly
1: can. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway.
0: Anyways, I hope that you keep will tune in next week. Uh, we're not going to be having a special... Um, Uh, a special this next week like we were talking about but we'll probably have a special podcast episode for the week of Christmas so plan on that and I hope that you guys all you heathens out there will have a great
1: day and don't forget to stand up and use your voice bye heathens bye